This week, I wanted to focus on a very important subject that affects every one of us. But to do this effectively, I need to share a very recent, extremely personal story that I feel really drives home the message. I was only about halfway through that night's walk when a call came through on my earbuds. And then I heard a sentence I thought I would never hear. And it stopped me dead in my tracks. Welcome to the Mind Wrench Podcast with your host, Rick Sellover where minor adjustments produce major improvements in mindset, personal growth, and success. This is the place to be every Monday, where we make small improvements and take positive actions in our business and personal lives that will make a major impact in our success, next-level growth, and quality of life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Wrench Podcast. This weekly show is the personal and professional development podcast designed primarily for those serving the automotive repair industry, where we share simple yet effective strategies with personal and practical insights on mindset, self-improvement, and leadership that anyone can use for a more successful shop and a next-level life. I'm your host, Rick Silover. Thanks so much for tuning in and spending a few minutes with me today. I truly hope you find something of value here. If you haven't done so already and you really like what I'm sharing here, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. And make sure you share this podcast with others, because when you share the show, the show grows, and I get to help more people. And that's why I do this podcast. This week, I wanted to focus on a very important subject that affects every one of us. But to do this effectively, I need to share a very recent, extremely personal story that I feel really drives home the message. It was a beautiful, warm Sunday evening, and after a great cookout dinner, it was a perfect time for my nightly walk through my sub and through the nature trail at the back of our complex, this time in shorts and a t-shirt. I usually enjoy my Sunday night walk more than the rest of the week's walks because it gives me time to reflect on the prior week, how I ended up compared to my goals, and what I really want to accomplish in the next coming week, and just kind of mentally cleanse my mind while working off my dinner. One of my favorite parts about this nightly walk I've been doing since, I don't know, early 2020 is that I always wear my earbuds so I can squeeze in a good podcast. You know, it helps me learn a little bit more. And sometimes uh, I'll just turn on like some ocean sound track, you know, something that's like white noise. Those things really help me cleanse the clutter out of my head and allows me for some of my most creative thinking times. In fact, I've mentally written many of my podcast episodes while on these walks. And usually I can't wait to get back home and jot down a few notes before I lose those thoughts. I was only about halfway through that night's walk when a call came through on my earbuds. And then I heard a sentence I thought I would never hear. And it stopped me dead in my tracks. That familiar voice was saying words that my mind was having a hard time comprehending. I've always been a firm believer in the concept of the saying, life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. I know it's true in my life, as well as many of the people around me, good or bad, that 90% can make the biggest of differences in your life. That isn't limited to the 10% that happens just to you, but the 10% that happens in your life or others' lives that somehow can affect you. These are not occasional things to deal with. Life throws 10%ers at us every single day. Don't be fooled. Life is not all sunshine and unicorns like you see in the overnight millionaires on Instagram or Facebook or the super successful business leaders. We all have problems, issues, and setbacks. We all have our own shit to deal with daily. The way I see it, these 10%ers seem to fall into about four different categories. 
minor inconveniences, problems or issues, pains, or losses. Minor inconveniences are the small things or irritations in life. You know, somebody cut in front of you in traffic this morning, it's not that big of a deal. You can just move over to a different lane, probably end up ahead of that jerk that cut you off anyways, and continue on to your destination. You got things to do, places to be. Or you can ride right up on that guy's ass, blow your horn, maybe give him a one-finger salute, or ratchet it up a notch. Speed up, cut back in front of them, brake check them, possibly cause a pileup or road rage shooting, Massive difference in that 90% you control, huh? Maybe you pass Sally, the new CSR, on your way up to the front office. You say a quick hi in passing, and she doesn't reply. Not a big deal either, right? Then you start thinking, what, is she too good to say hi to me? What nerve? How rude? What did I say to her? Why does she hate me? Well, that's the last time I say hi to her. So maybe you didn't see that underneath her hair she had an earbud in and was on the phone with a customer. Or possibly she was trying to remember an important message to relay to the parts manager and back involving a few different part numbers and she didn't want to screw that up being new. Could be a million reasons. But there goes your 90% reaction right off the rails. Problems or issues are exactly what they sound like. And they take up a large portion of what makes our days challenging, right? Broken appliance that you have to either get fixed or replace. Maybe you have three good jobs to work on, but have to wait on parts for all of them and can't work on nothing. Your kids forget their lunch for school, and you have to run up there and take care of that for them. They change the software program yet again at work, and you have to learn it all over, just as you had this last system all figured out. There are plenty of those 10 percenters. But how you react, how you handle those everyday issues makes a massive difference on how big of a problem they really are, right? Pains come in many different forms physical, emotional, financial. We've all dealt with these in our lives. Sometimes they're small pains, like you sprain a wrist or tweak your back, have a blowout with your spouse, or are overwhelmed with a fear about something. Maybe you have an accident with your car, and you're stuck with a five-digit repair bill. Or you meet with your CPA and realize not only are you getting no tax refund, but you owe more than twice what you used to get back. That one really sucks. Again, how you deal with these can vary widely, that is under your control. Have you ever looked in the mirror and said to yourself, how come I'm not further along than this? Or why can't I ever seem to get ahead? You're frustrated with life, unsure of your future, wanting to make a change in your current situation, but too scared to make that next move? Maybe you want to reach that next level in life or in your business, but not sure what the right move is. Or maybe you feel the best thing to do is nothing at all. Many of you may not know, but along with hosting my own weekly podcast, I'm a personal development, mindset, business, and life coach, where I focus on helping people with self-development, mindset, and how to make positive changes in their lives. And trust me, with all the negativity we've had to deal with these past two years, I think we all need some positivity. Positive change, a fresh approach to our life or our business in 2022. Sometimes, talking to the right person can make all the difference. If you really want to start making those changes in your life, take action right now. Reach out and email text, call, or direct message me as soon as possible. Do it right now. I'll set you up with a free consultation call and pre-qualify you for either the one-on-one or business coaching that you really need to get your life or your business on the right track to success. Appointments are available right now. Now losses, they can be the absolute worst. That 10% that life makes sure hits every one of us can be much more impactful. 
Whether you lose a suitcase at the airport or all your belongings in a fire or a flood, losing the tip of a finger in a sawing accident, or losing an arm or a leg in an auto accident, losing a best friend because they moved away, or losing a loved one because they passed away. These events can be the most devastating 10%ers you'll ever encounter. But remember, you do have all the control of what you do next, what thoughts you do or don't dwell on, how you stay stuck or move forward. The 90% of life is always on you. Now that familiar voice in my ear, my niece, Jessie, was telling me her dad, my brother Dave, my best friend since we were big enough to wrestle around as little kids in our living room, had suffered a heart attack and she had just taken him to the hospital. She continued that the small town hospital close to where he lives was not fully equipped for cardiac procedures and he would have to be transported to a major hospital in a city 40 minutes away. I just froze in place in the middle of the street. My brain was having trouble making sense of what my ears were hearing. I was completely floored. My thoughts started running through my mind. Wait a second. This can't be right. My little brother is four years younger than me. He's in better physical shape than me. His diet has been impeccable for years. His job's relatively low stress compared to mine. How the hell can this be? It was just then I could feel my emotions starting to kick in. I could feel a hotness building in my eyes. Sadness, fear, and then panic was trying to creep in. How could this happen to him? Oh my God, what if he were to die? I can't lose my best friend, my little brother, one of my last remaining siblings. I can't lose another family member. How could life do that to me? And then I stopped that train of thoughts, stifled the emotions, and quickly regained my composure and went into take action mode. I need to get home. I need to tell my wife what's going on, figure out what I can do to help, and get to the hospital to be with my brother. I started heading back home at a very quick pace. All the while, my phone started blowing up. My sister-in-law, my wife, my niece again. The 10% of life this time had kicked me hard, right square in the groin. But I knew that the next 90% was up to me. Turning into a basket case would not help the situation, nor would it make it go away or get any better. But that growing fear was getting harder to ignore. I feel I need to give you some perspective on this event regarding my recent past when it comes to family so you get a better feel of the gravity of this for me. Being raised in a family of five siblings, lots of aunts and uncles and cousins, family was everything. My mom was the heart center of our family, and we all grew up staying close to each other. My mom's three sisters back in Minnesota all had families that were all raised with the same experiences. Holidays, birthdays, special events, Sunday get-togethers were a staple in our lives growing up. We had always celebrated those things together all through our lives, right up till the time we lost both my mom and my dad about a dozen years ago. Even after my parents were gone, us siblings still continued the tradition of celebrating those things with each other. To say family is important to me would be a gross understatement. If you've listened to any of my previous episodes, I've talked about some painful losses I've suffered the last 18 months or so. Both my sisters had passed away within 30 days of each other in the fall of 2020, both still relatively young, in their early 60s, which left me and my two brothers devastated. The 90% it took to deal with those deaths, to heal and to move past them, challenged me more than I would have ever expected. Fortunately, all the self-developmental improvements I've implemented in my life did prevent it from totally destroying my mindset. 
Early the next summer, I had two of my cousins die as well, again within a month or so from each other, this time both to gun violence. Apparently, the whole pandemic scene wasn't enough to deal with. Life kept throwing in some really nasty 10%ers on top, just to keep testing my 90%, so it seemed. My two brothers were the only remaining members of my immediate family. My oldest brother and I had never had a solid relationship. Not that we didn't like each other or anything, it's just that he was so much older than me, married early and moved out when he was quite young to start his own life and his own family. And we just never spent the time together growing up. But my younger brother Dave, oh man, we're tight. We look alike, we sound alike, we think very similar, enjoying the same things in life. We're much like twins, only separated by four years. Now, as I'm moving into action mode, my thoughts are still on, I can't lose my brother, I can't lose my best friend. My niece called again. They didn't have an available bed at the larger hospital, so he had to stay right where he was at until one opened up, or his condition changed. you got to be kidding me. She put him on the phone. As I talked to him, and I was glad to hear his voice, he sounded a little scared, but insisted he was feeling fine, no big deal, he'll be okay. And I felt a bit of relief after talking to him and continued my brisk pace back to the house. But before I could even get in the door, Jesse called back again and said Dave was having another heart attack. And now they're going to transport him immediately to the cardiac unit at the larger hospital for an emergency catheterization procedure. Honestly, I'm not making this up. Here goes my 90% again. But this time I jumped into positive action. I quickly grabbed from home what I would need for the rest of the night while at the hospital, grabbed my keys, and headed directly to where he would have been taken, hoping I could get there at the same time so I could at least see him before he went into surgery. I mean, you never know what's going to happen once they start. I've seen a couple medical shows, and things can go bad quickly, it seems. My whole drive there, I took positive control of that 90%. I pushed out the thoughts of my brother passing away on the table and planned on seeing him in recovery getting him to laugh, giving him some friendly shit about pushing a dead riding lawnmower a hundred yards all the way up a hill by himself. That was a dumbass move. You know, brotherly love. Well, I'm happy to say things worked out the way I envisioned. He survived. He did not leave his family nor his big brother. He had four stints installed due to some blockages, but I did get to see him by midnight. Hugged him and gave him some shit, I mean some brotherly love, before I left for the night. Now, an important point to make about this is that this one event, a medical event, a major event, an event that many times results in death, happened to one person. But that 10% of life happened not only to my brother, but to so many around him. His immediate family, his kids, his wife, friends that love him, the people he works for and works with, all have a different 90% to deal with. You see what I mean? Some will handle it okay, some will not. Some will get stuck in that funk of fear about, is what if this happens again? Some will move forward. But the most important person in all of this, obviously, is my little brother. This was a very tough 10%. As was losing our sisters. And as was losing our cousins. And as was losing our parents. And as was him being diagnosed with diabetes 20 years ago. And so many other 10%ers that we all experience. The real question is, how will my brother control the next 90% for himself? Well, I do know my brother very well, and I do know how he will handle this. He won't spend time feeling sorry for himself or complaining about the new restrictions he'll have now. 
He won't complain about having to take a slew of new medications that are mandated after a heart attack, but he will keep his head down, move forward, get back to life. In fact, he's already asked about when we can get together for a game of golf. I think I can help him with that part of the 90%. You know, we're all faced with very difficult situations, drastic changes, painful losses, tragic events, and tough times throughout our lives. No one person is exempt, and that is a fact. I think the last two years has really tested all of us at some level. But the major difference in the quality of our lives, whether we get stuck, dwell on the worst of it, and end up miserable, resentful people, unable to move forward with our lives, Or look at the situation through a more positive lens. Look for the lesson or the learning that is always part of it. Make the adjustments, start again, and move forward in the direction of becoming better versions of ourselves. The choice is always yours on what you do with that 90%. You know, one of my favorite quotes is from Tony Robbins. What if instead life happens for us and not to us? Well, I hope in my sharing this difficult personal story of mine helps some of you get through that 90% you might be facing right now. And I truly hope the next 10% life throws at you is more of a minor inconvenience than a pain or a loss. If you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate it, share it, and leave a review. When you share this podcast with others, that's how we grow. And when the show grows, I can serve more people with my messages. I appreciate you, and I hope you have an awesome and productive week. I can always be reached at www.ricksillover.com, where you can find all my social media links, podcast episodes, blog posts, and much more. (laughs) 